episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week 15 is here. Teams are on by. Fantasy playoffs have begun. We are in the end game now of the football season. Uh, Sucks to say. It does suck to say. We are now basically officially two months out uh, out of the Super Bowl. But we will enjoy these last two months together. Um, This episode, as always, I will be covering the games for this upcoming week. uh, Talk about all of them. And at the end, I will give my picks uh, for the week. As always, fave, spread dog, over, under, and a money line dog. I don't know why I'm talking in such a weird cadence right now, but... um, is there anything else that I need to say off the top of the show? I don't think I do. I don't think I do. So let's just get right into... Right, I also do a blind Thursday night football recap. Let's get into that recap right now. Uh, we have... Is it Charger? Yeah. Chargers at Raiders. Uh, no Justin Herbert. No Keenan Allen. No Josh Jacobs. At this point right now, I mean, I guess this is supposed to be a recap. So, uh, this game was bad. Bad football was played between both of these teams, but it ended up being a somewhat exciting game just because both teams suck so much. Uh, seeing Easton stick, we got to see Aiden O'Connell there for the first, uh, the first half. He was then benched for Jimmy G didn't really move the needle much at all. Uh, This is a struggling Raiders team going against a struggling Chargers team. And what else were we supposed to expect? The Raiders did come away with the win. Uh, Max Crosby being Max Crosby was able to solidify that Chargers defense enough. The Raiders, although without Josh Jacobs, They still got some weapons where you can't really say that for the Chargers. Chargers weren't able to do anything. Uh, Khalil Mack revenge game did get get another sack for the season. Continues to lead the league. Now it's 16. He's got a shot at 20. I, I don't know why people aren't talking about... I mean, you know why people aren't talking about him for Defensive Player of the Year because he plays on one of the worst teams in football. Uh, it's like why Max Crosby won't get it. But uh, it is... I haven't looked at those odds in a while. Let me... Let me while I'm... While I'm talking about this. But I do think the Raiders... The Raiders won this one. The Raiders with a score of 17-9 to final score. Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm on the Raiders, but now let's just talk about some defensive player of the year stuff very, very quickly. Um, awards, defense player of the year. Khalil Mack is currently plus 5,000. It's minus 130, Micah Parsons, plus 175, Miles Garrett. Micah Parsons does not deserve the defensive player of the year. I know he's having a great year, but like, he's not. I don't think that he's the real big difference maker for the Dallas team, if we're being completely honest. Uh, But 
that's beside the sweet. Like that's the thing. Deron Bland's still plus sixteen hundred, and yeah, he gets he gets the touchdowns and stuff, which is very impressive, very impressive. But we all know that he's he gets torched. Uh, Chu made the comment a couple weeks ago where Gilly is the number one player on that defense. I think it is between him and Parsons, but Gilly deserves the credit. Gilly, very good player. Uh, let's move on now to the Saturday slate. We are lucky enough that now with all the teams playing, we get more football, even though it's the same amount of football. Actually, it's more games because more teams. But beside the point, we get a Saturday slate of games starting off with an all of the teams are in in the hunt for the playoffs, starting off with a big battle here. Vikings versus Bengals. Bengals minus three. Total set at 40 and a half. Um, the Pasternot is no more. He had a great run uh, from October to December. It is now done. Nick Mullins is now the official starter for the Vikings going forward. And Jaron Hall, the rookie who got injured, he is the official backup now. Dobbs has been relegated to third string. It was a nice story for the season, but that all that's all it is now is a nice story. Um, this is going to be, I don't know. I don't know what to expect in this. Justin Jefferson will be playing this weekend. That is a big boost for the Vikings offense. Um, they are on the road. Jake Browning has looked very good these last two games. I'm I'm expecting it to continue, but... The Vikings' defense has been hot, hot, hot. Um, This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. I feel like this is a game where the Vikings' defense really shuts down what the Bengals have been doing with with Jake Browning and, I mean, just in general. But uh, I think Brian Flores might be up to it. The offense does need to score points because while I think Brian Flores will be up to the test, it's it's hard to stop this Bengals offense. And I can't believe I'm kind of saying the same thing as when Joe Burrow was the quarterback. But as long as Jake Browning keeps playing the way that he has been playing, um, there's no reason to see why this offense shouldn't score points. Like Chase, Higgins, Boyd's pretty good, Mixon, and then Chase Brown. They've got, again, they've always had a ton of weapons and they still have someone to facilitate those weapons right now. So Brian Flores needs to be uh, in his bag, calling plays, really getting home. They do have a bad offensive line. I think Brian Flores is able to cause up, stir up enough panic. I think Nick Mullins, uh, Nick Mullins at one point, I think, uh, I mean, not at one point because I think he still is, but. Uh, like third most passing yards or fourth most passing yards in his first 13 starts as an NFL quarterback. Uh, That's that Kyle Shanahan offense for you. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. And we get another good game uh, into the afternoon game. Steelers at Colts. This has big AFC ramifications. Uh, Colts minus one and a half. Total set at 42 and a half. Another game of Mitch Trubisky. And Mitch Trubisky flat out stinks. Like, I don't think that Mitch Trubisky is a very good quarterback. I don't think that he's nowhere near an upgrade for Kenny Pickett. I mean, he's a downgrade. I don't know why I even had to go with upgrade. But Mitch Trubisky's not good. And I think that's really all it boils down to. I have more faith in this Colts team 
what they have been doing over the span of the season. Because with the Steelers, apart from like one game, one game when you had Matt Can no Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett healthy, it looked good. I had some faith. Kenny Pickett gets hurt. Wild to say that Kenny Pickett changes the season, but he does. And I just don't trust their defense coming up. Like they need the defense needs to play huge, like it always does for the Steelers to get wins. Um, I don't know. Are they missing anybody? They're on. They aren't. No one that's really. I like the Colts. I like the Colts at home. This might do it for the Steelers' playoff chances. This is, again, loser leaves town game. The playoff race is way too tight right now for anyone to uh, to lose games at this point. So we will see. We will see. That'll be a good one. This is a game that I'm definitely going to avoid because I don't know what's going to happen. Um so we will move on and on to the Saturday night game. Broncos at Lions. Lions minus four and a half. Total set at 47 and a half. Uh, I weirdly like the under in this, mainly because I like the Broncos defense. Uh, and I like the Lions offense to still score points. But the Broncos, uh, but the Lions defense is so, so bad. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson might be coming back. I think that's where I should have let off with this one. Uh, and I keep saying Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, but it is CJ Gardner-Johnson. Is he on the... He still says he's on IR. Could open next week. So he's not he's not coming back, but he is eligible to come back, and that'll be a big boost for the defense. So completely forget what I said, because he is irrelevant for this week. Um... This is, again, Broncos, your playoff hopes are on the line here. Lions, you are one game up on the division right now. Uh, it would be nice if you were, if you were to win that division. But, uh, yeah, I I believe in the Lions. I believe in the Lions. I still think the Lions are, as I say that, I don't think I actually have them in my top 10 teams this week. But they are hovering around a... Uh, top 10 teams still. I think that is very fair to say. Where did I have them? They were my 11th team. They were my 11th team this week. I still believe in their offense. I think that the Broncos defense is just kind of reliant on turnovers. Jared Goff has been kind of not a turnover machine, but he turns over the ball more than he has. If he can limit those interceptions, no fumbles on the day from anyone on the offense. I like the lions to win this game. Um, I just know Cortland Sutton bet on him to have one long-ass touchdown catch. Simple as that. Now we are under the Sunday slate, starting off with Chiefs at Patriots. Total set at 37.5. Chiefs minus 7.5. Big get-right game for the Chiefs. They're going to be pissed off after that missed call or the bad call. Wasn't a bad call. I don't care what... I was listening to the New Heights podcast with the Kelsey brothers uh, just today, and... Jay, or Travis was still on the uh, on the page that oh a ref can't call them at this point, especially if he's been doing it. Like he was so far offside, he was it wasn't like a close thing. It wasn't like ah that's questionable. He was like a foot offside. I don't. We're not talking about this anymore. But and again, we should move on. New week now, but 
the Chiefs are going to be bad. They're going to be pissed off. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game for, I mean, obviously good reasons. Uh, the Chiefs' offense isn't very good. Let's just call a spade a spade here. Uh, and the Patriots suck, and the Chiefs' defense is good. So I don't know what the team total is set at for uh, the Patriots, but like... And it looks like the money is coming in on the Patriots right now. Uh, that line was at minus 10 at one point. It's now at minus 7.5. I guess we'll see. Is Pacheco going to play? Set to miss another practice. Hmm. Not great. Not great. But uh, big get-right game for the Chiefs. I mean, if the Patriots want to choose and win this one and get themselves out of those top three picks, fine by me. I don't think they do it. Uh Yeah, this feels like a game where the Patriots are going to score less than 10, though. I will say that. Uh, Next game up, Jets at Dolphins. Dolphins minus eight. Total set at 37 and a half. I feel like this line opened up. Yeah, this line opened at minus 12. Minus 12, now minus eight. Um, I, like I said with the Chiefs, the Dolphins are pissed off. We played terrible on Monday night. I think that everyone is going to want to just absolutely beat the bricks off the Jets. There is zero chance in hell Zach Wilson has back-to-back good games. Uh, It's just not a thing that he does. I, I believe in this team. I believe in the Dolphins. I think that we are going to show them that we are the much better team. Um... As for injury concerns, obviously no Connor Williams. Uh, Liam Eichenberg was in a boot this week. So I don't know who's going to be playing center for us. That's kind of an issue for us right now is the offensive line. Everyone has injuries right now, so you can't complain about them. It's just part of the game at this point. Uh, Tyreek, he's... He sat out. I think that he'll play. I think that he wants that 2,000 yards. Um, so I think Tyreek's going to play, and I think that the Dolphins are going to whoop them. The Jets, I mean, the defense would have to play incredible, and our defense would have to shit the bed, and Zach Wilson would have to do what Zach Wilson did in the second half last week against the Texans. I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens. Uh, so we will move on here. Uh, and go on to the next game, Bears at Browns. This is Bears' big game. Keep your season alive. Uh, can they make a run to the playoffs? Who knows? If they beat the Browns, I think that they can. I think that they could. But Browns are minus three. Browns are at home. Total set at 30 and, 38 and a half. It'll be a big, a big challenge for the... Uh, this Bears offense to go against such a good defense that the Browns have. Uh, is Denzel Ward finally going to make a return? No. Uh, he, I, there, there's nothing really, no update on him, but doesn't matter if the Browns defense is still very good regardless. This Bears defense has been also playing very good. Uh, Battle of the Titans, Joe Flacco versus Justin Fields. I don't I, I don't know what's gonna happen in this game. I don't think I think minus three is fair. Minus three is usually just a home field advantage. Uh 
I'm going to avoid this one. This is actually, this is a true coin flip toss up. I don't really know. I'm rooting for the Bears just because uh, I like the Bears. I don't like the Browns. The Browns are also fun. I can't say, like, I mean, Joe Flacco, no rooting interest. Go both teams. No, I don't really care what happens in the outcome of this game. Uh, and we will move on to another game where I do not care the outcome of this game. Texans at Titans, Titans minus three, total set at 37 and a half. Uh, the Texans injuries added up last week. CJ Stroud still, still not practicing. He's trending to missing the game. Uh, I think Nico Collins is also hurt. Uh, so it looks like Noah Brown will be wide receiver one for them for this week. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of guys injured. God damn. Uh, Jesus, that's a long injury. Uh, Nico Collins also hasn't practiced this week. So not looking good for the Texans uh, playoff chances. And they get a Titans team who is very motivated that Monday night. Uh, big moral victory. I think that's all you can really say. Uh, but this is a Texans or... This is a matchup that these two teams are going to have uh, two of the next three weeks. So it'll be big. And the uh, the Houston Texans, no, no, the Tennessee Titans, never mind, because it's the, yes, uh, the Titans are wearing their throwback Houston Oilers jerseys in this one, I think, just to kind of spite the Texans. Uh, I love the move personally. I love the disrespect. Uh I've seen people say on Twitter that this should be like this matchup every year should be for the Jersey and the rights to wear that Jersey. Cause it is the Houston Oilers who then got moved to Tennessee and then they changed the name. And it's just kind of like, it's weird that you keep that branding. I know that the, uh, the Arizona coyotes in the NHL, they're technically the Winnipeg jets old franchise, even though the Winnipeg jets have their old fr- or they have a franchise now and they're called the jets, but that was actually the, thrashers franchise it's weird it's weird but uh yeah this is i don't give the texans a chance if davis mills is the quarterback throwing to noah brown um sorry i think like the titans just have the better roster when the texans don't have like their top 10 quarterbacks and cj stroud and that's what cj stroud is at this point is a top 10 quarterback um so yeah, I like the Titans. Weird, weird to say this late in the season that the Titans are actually favored in a game given their season. Uh, we will keep going though. Giants at Saints. Saints minus six. Total set at 39 and a half. Why are the Saints favored? Why? I don't I don't get it. I mean Derek Carr sucks. I think that's the only thing I can really say. Derek Carr sucks. Um, they're they're also injured, but I think that they're like a fine injured. They're not like a bad. Chris Olave might miss. I'm like, do we ride on the Tommy DeVito hype train and just kind of hope for the best? Uh, like maybe, maybe. Uh, like the Saints aren't a good team. The Saints aren't a good team. Neither are the Giants. Uh I think I like the Giants. I don't know why. 
they are, I mean, they've won three straight games. This can, this can make it five straight. This might knock like the saints out of their, uh, their playoff contention there. Uh, he's not going to be active for this game, but Darren Waller, uh, is designated to return from IR at some point, but yeah, this might be a Tommy Cutlets type of, uh, type of game go with the go with the italian american uh i don't know just go with the fun story right now that's the saints like the saints offense puts up like the most boring display of football Derek carr is awful to watch at the quarter quarterback position right now he used to be fun he used to be good back when he played for the raiders and that was like back when they were the oakland raiders not the las vegas raiders um but yeah i'm i think i'm gonna rock with the giants go Go Big Blue. Uh, next game up, NFC South Divisional Clash. Falcons at Panthers. Falcons only minus three. Total set at 34 and a half. Um, the Panthers are terrible, but so are the Falcons. And you can get tickets to this terrible game at 45 cents. Or at least that's what a screenshot on Twitter says. Uh, that definitely doesn't include fees and whatever, which would make it at least more than 20 bucks probably. But uh, like, I don't know. Would you rather want to go to like a Panthers Falcons game or have like two gumballs for the price of 50 cents? Uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be bad. These are the two worst QBs in their division with Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter. Uh, which is shocking because the other two quarterbacks in this division are Derek Carr, who I just slandered, and Baker, who I like Baker. Baker's having a good year. Good for you, Baker. Baker should be comeback player of the year. If Geno Smith fucking won it last year, it should be Baker this year. Either way, this is going to be a very, very bad game. I want to take the Falcons minus three just because it's like the Panthers are so bad. They're so bad. But... um. This is a game that I will not be watching, will not come across red zone very much, I could imagine. Um, So yeah, let's just keep moving on here. Next game up, Buccaneers at Packers. Packers minus three and a half, total set of 41 and a half. This is a big game for the Bucs. This is a big game for them to remain at the top of the division right now. Uh, And big for the Packers because... I mean, this is just, this is big playoff implications for both teams. I mean, the Packers are only, they're two games out of the division. They are holding the last wild card spot. No, they are. They're holding the last wild card spot with technically three other teams that are tied with them. Uh, so yeah, big game for the Packers. Obviously uh, that let down on Monday night. Uh, I Jordan Love uh, did not continue his stretch of great games, but that's happens. Quarterbacks are allowed to have a down game. This is still a very young team. Uh, but yeah, the defense needs to play much better than it did Monday because they did not get home at all to uh, sack Tommy DeVito. And that's a very bad Giants offensive line. Um, but yeah, they need to get pressure. I don't really know who to pick in this game. I do think the Packers are coached better. I think the rosters are comparable talent-wise. I I take that back. The Bucks have the more talented players, but 
I think the Bucks have or the Packers have more quality, or no, they have more quantity. So it's like quality over quantity. I don't really know. Uh, game to avoid, in my opinion. So let's keep moving on. Niners minus 12 at the Cardinals. Total set of 47 and a half. Uh, I don't think I have to say anything about this game. The Niners are really, really, really good. And the Cardinals are not. Um, Brock Purdy continues his MVP campaign, I guess. Uh, Kyler... I don't. I honestly don't know if he's going to be the Cardinals' future. I don't know what teams would give up to trade for him and that contract right now. Uh, I still think Kyler is a good talent, but he just hasn't really proved it consistently. And this was kind of a ah, you're in a new situation. And I know that the obviously the team isn't as good as it's been in years past, but. It hasn't looked like he hasn't looked great in any of these games so far. Uh, I think that's very fair to say, but the Niners are going to kill them. Doesn't matter what the Cardinals do in this one. The 49ers are just the much, much, much better team. So let's move on. Uh, Commanders at Rams. Rams minus six. Total set of 50 and a half. Uh, This is a big fantasy matchup for me. I am now starting... Matt Stafford, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup. I need a big Rams game. And now that I'm saying that out loud, that really scares me. Because if they don't have a good game, if Matt Stafford doesn't have a good game, neither the Puka and Cooper Cup, but the commanders are so bad, their secondary is so bad. The Rams offense is good. The Rams, I actually do believe in them somewhat as an offense anyways. Uh... Yeah, the Rams put up or shut up. You got to win this one. Uh, Commanders, who cares? They're just kind of dead men walking right now. They're not officially out of the playoffs, but they're out of the playoffs. Uh, Ron Rivera is still there, I guess. Uh, I don't know why, but I will find it very weird if Eric Bieniemy isn't the head coach of the Commanders next season. Because then it's like, why did you hire him away from Kansas City? to not promote him next year after you fire Ron Rivera. I think he will be the head coach. I don't think that they're dumb enough of an organization to hire him just to not actually make him officially head coach after this year. I think that there was a deal in place that this was Rivera's last year to begin with. Um, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's something that Eric Bieniemy came in and he's like, no, let's trade away Montez Sweat. Let's trade away... Chase Young. Seems stupid to trade both of them, so never mind. I won't go there. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a high-scoring total for a reason. Should be a shootout. I think Sam Howell's still leading the league in... Nope, not after his bye week. It is Tua. Look at that. Still leading the league in passer yards, but the, uh, the whole world is falling down after Monday. Boo-hoo. Um... Yeah, we will move on to the next game here. Cowboys at Bills. Bills minus two. Total set at 50 and a half. Uh, This is the game of the week. This is another big game for the Bills to uh, keep their 
playoff hopes alive because I think this is their last big test before they play us, I believe. Yeah, if they win this one, then they get Chargers and Patriots and then us. Uh, that Week 18 game could come down to... Uh, realistically, if they win this one, it could be for the division, but uh, it could be to see if the Bills actually make the playoffs regardless. Um, I guess we will see. The Bills are favorites in this one. I think the Bills at home are a different animal, and I think the Cowboys away from home are a different team as well. I don't like the Bills in this one, but I think this is a game that I am happy to avoid on a certain level. uh, Because I don't know. You're going against one of the hottest teams in football, the Dallas Cowboys, who have looked very, very good over the last month, two months of the season, basically. They are a top three in football top three football team currently in the league. Uh, But this Bills, I think that this Bills team is about to go on a run. I think that their Cinderella story starts right now. They've been in playoff mode basically since that Eagles game. And uh, I think this is going to be a good one. I'm expecting a good game in this one. Uh, And on to Sunday night now. Uh, Ravens minus three and a half. At Jags, total set at 42.5. This is a weird line for me. If you're telling me the Ravens, who are the number one seed in the AFC, or AFC, uh, one of the best teams in football, also a top three team in the league right now, and they're playing Jacksonville, who just had Joe Flacco put up 31 points on them, and Trevor Lawrence is banged up, and Christian Kirk is also out. Um seems kind of nuts, and I feel like that's a good reason to avoid this game in general because that line scares me because it should be higher for the Ravens. I will say that. Uh, The total, however, 42.5, no, no. I don't like the Jags' offense now. It is what it is. Um, But yeah, that line scares me. That line scares me. Has that line moved? That line has not moved. That line has not moved, but uh, this is, I again, the Jags need to win to, I mean, keep their division chances up there, but, I mean, with no C.J. Stroud for the Texans and the Colts, even if they win their game and they have the same record, the Jags beat them twice, so they'll have the division lead still. Uh yeah, but the Jags kind of need to start winning again. It's been a while. It's been a while. And finally, Monday Night Football, Eagles at Seahawks. Uh, Eagles minus three and a half, total set at 47 and a half. This is a game that, I mean, this is basically you win Seattle or you're done. I think that this game does cook Seattle. I think that the Eagles after kind of getting embarrassed uh, on Sunday night football there, will want to have a bounce-back game. Uh, and I think they do it. I Again, I don't think the Seahawks are that great, really. Um, now, the secondary for the Eagles is complete buns, and 
The Seahawks do have three number one receivers on that team in DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So we will see. We will see. Uh, I do like the Eagles, though. I, I, I don't think this is a game where I take the spread, but this might be a game where I take the over. Um, and yeah, let's get right into the pick em choices here. Uh, and as always, if you're new, I do a favorite. I do a dog. I do an over. I do an under. And I give a money line dog. Let's start off with my favorite here. Hmm. And usually, this is the thing. Usually, I stop recording. I actually figure out my picks, and then I start recording again. But again, since we're doing the new software thing, I don't want to stop this. Have to start another one because I don't know with the editing because this software thing is weird. But I need a favorite, and I'm going to do something that I honestly completely hate. Falcons minus three. I think the Falcons have talent on both sides of the ball. The Panthers only have talent on one side of the ball. Give me the Falcons minus three. The Falcons are the better team. The Panthers, they suck. They're they're flat out bad. And I'm saying this now. The Panthers are going to win this one, but I'm taking Falcons minus three. Uh, for my dog here, for my dog, uh, give me Giants plus six. I think that that is a ridiculous number to give a Derek Carr-led team, uh, especially with the chance of no Chris Olave. Who the fuck is he throwing to then? I don't know. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 20 times. He's going to check it down. But I like the Giants. The Giants are they're on a streak right now. Brian Dable kind of did the same thing last year where, oh, look at us, look at us, like a bunch of ragtag group of guys coming together for wins. Uh, it's not going to be for the playoffs this year, but they love playing for Dable. This team plays hard. The defense is playing very well. I'm on the Tommy DeVito hype train now. Saints suck. I will happily take Giants plus six. I think the Giants have a chance to outright win this game. So Giants plus six. Uh, for my over, it's going to be the Monday night football game. Eagles at Seahawks uh, 40, over 47 and a half. The Eagles offense is going to score points after their disappointing display on Sunday night football and the Seahawks offense, I also think, will score because the Eagles secondary is not very good. Just got to get them the ball. Uh, I like the over, over 47 and a half. For my under this week, hmm. what's the weather supposed to be like in Buffalo? I feel like that's worth checking. Uh, does the score do weather? The score doesn't do weather. Um... I don't think I care enough to really look it up. So let's just find another game to find an under four now. Oh, I went too far. Let's go with. I I don't know. I don't know. Um. Damn. Damn, I really don't know. You know what? Yeah, I'm 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 taking that under in Cowboys Bills. I don't think this Cowboys offense really operates well away from home, outside in the elements. Uh the Bills, on the other hand, I think that they're good. They are going to face a very good offense. I think this will be a lower scoring game than people expect. So I will take the under 50 and a half in uh in Bills Cowboys there. 
And finally, my money line dog. I'm going with that first Saturday game. I'm going with the Vikings to beat the Bengals. Uh, I I got faith in Nick Mullins, I guess. Uh, I do have faith in the defense and Daniil Hunter, who's also in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year, kind of. He's also plus 5,000 like Khalil Mack, but... Uh, I guess we will see. I think he has the opportunity against this really bad Bengals offensive line to come alive. Uh, And I think that the pressure is going to be too much for Jake Browning. So give me Vikings money line. Um, And that'll do it for this episode. Uh, Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? I don't really think so. So I am going to go cook some dinner. If you have liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.